Hello, this is your girl Serena Chantrice, and this is I've Got Something to Say. So, man, this has been a busy week, and we definitely, definitely have a lot to get through and talk about this week. So, man, for about um, all of this year and about a month and a half, Kanye West has been going on his Sunday service tour. He did some stops here in Chicago, Detroit, and Atlanta. And, of course, he's been doing it every week in L.A. And I have mixed feelings about the Sunday service. So, I am a millennial and I am part of... Well, I can be part of the cancel culture. So, I had canceled Kanye when he started coming out talking about um he went to mega hat make America great again he going up here taking these photo ops with uh 40 with your good 45 and really I had kind of almost like canceled him back when he had married Kim Kardashian and went real hard with that or whatever so I pretty much canceled him then. I know y'all probably think, well, you didn't cancel him um, when he was like slavery was a choice. But y'all know y'all uh, militant uncles and cousins be at the family reunion talking that same nonsense. So, no, I didn't cancel him for that because we all heard that. But I think I had just canceled him and I was very disappointed because I'm from Chicago. He from Chicago and it just like... How do we get from point A to point B when, you know, you were all on national TV talking about George Bush don't really like black people and now we're doing photo ops to 45. I was just really, really confused on how we got here. And I had pretty much wrote him off. But then when I started seeing the videos and him doing the Sunday service in L.A., I was like, oh, okay, it's kind of something to this, or maybe it is. And so, I watched a few little clips, and I was like, oh, okay, seem cool, seem legit. But then when they started the Sunday service tour, and he made a stop here in Chicago, and I was able to stream it, I kind of felt and watched it, and I was like, I kind of feel like he's sincere, with the Sunday service. Um, to me, it put me in the mindset of like an old school midnight musical and stuff like that. And I mean, I know the old people was like in a straight uproar. Like, who is he? He can't, you know, he has no right to give a word or anything like that. Because when he was here in Chicago and he made a stop at um, the church here, Fellowship, I didn't feel like he gave, like, a word or he preached. I felt like he gave his testimony. And I just didn't know that you had to go to, like, seminary school to get your testimony and could tell people what God had done for you. I didn't know you had to be go to seminary and somebody ordained you and make you <laughs> a pastor to get your testimony because the Bible talks about how we should all go out and tell the good news the gospel so 
I don't know. I was real confused on why the people was in the uproar about that. But I do. I can see why some of the people are in the uproar with some of the music. I mean, Urix remix Genuine's I'm So Anxious. I mean, it does have a sexual undertone and connotation. Um, Shaka Khan, sweet thing. So I get it. But can we also look at the fact that hundreds of people who would have never, ever thought about going to church came to church that day and a great deal of them got saved and found God? Like, at this point in time, we have to get strategic and creative with how to get the young people in the church. And so if you all mad that they came to church and talk about they was disrespectful coming in their Yeezys, what what did you expect? You thought they had suit and ties already? Like, in today's culture, your job doesn't even make you wear a suit and tie. And you think they're coming in the church with a suit and tie? So... Y'all old people, y'all have to, we ain't trying to come in and take over, but we just want to be felt a part of the service. And so, I mean, I got mixed feelings about the Sunday service, but that's because I got mixed feelings about Kanye. But at the end of the day, I do see the fact that hundreds of people came to church that otherwise wouldn't come to church and got saved on that particular day that he was having Sunday service, so I'm trying to look at the positive and not always the negative in all situations and walks of life. But there is and was some drama when your boy went and stopped at the good Jamal Bryant church. Like, men, all of Atlanta's who's who's came out. And was in the building. But they had a problem with your good boy Jamal taking up the second offering. Like T.I. and his wife and Tiny was in the building. Killer Mike, 2 chains, and all the who's who of Atlanta was in the building. And Jamal had pretty much done everything that he had done for service. And all of us left was to do um, Kanye West Sunday service. And he decided to take another offering. It was almost like he was seeing the red light at the Players Club. Like, it's money in the building. Come on, take let's take this second offering. How do y'all feel about this? Like, was he right in asking for a second offering when he saw all the, the name people in the building? Or did the Lord really lead him to take this second offering? Like, who knows? But the people was feeling some kind of way about that. And sometimes I just feel like when you, um, when pastors have like this, know what they just want, the money, sometimes, even if you might feel led, sometimes you just got to use some wisdom and discernment and maybe this ain't the right time to ask for that second offering. Because, I mean, you never know. They could have been moved in it on their own. To get so Jamal, I don't know if Kanye West Sunday service and you seen the who's who's in there was like the best time 
for you to go ahead and try to get your second offering from the building fund that's been going on for 92 and we still ain't got no church built. That's a little black <laughs> church joke in there. But yeah, Jamal, you could have just you could have just waited on your good offering. So yeah, but it was I mean the the peoples was mad about that, but you know, the coming Kanye West, keep doing your thing. Keep going on with the Sunday service. Even all the negative backflack that you get at the end of the day, you are bringing a generation to church that um, has felt forgotten and felt missed and would nevertheless come to church unless you be in there for a Sunday service. And on the lines while we're speaking about church, let's talk about the good brother over here in Texas that went and hugged your girl, Amber, whatever. So, I mean, this whole situation and storyline definitely has me very confused. I don't really know. I don't I don't get her story. How do you go in somebody else's apartment and shoot them dead and you only get 10 years? But I had to go back and look at the case and realize... They did convict her of murder, but they convicted her of murder too. And so, murder too holds a lesser sentence than murder one. So, when we trying to be up in arms, we have to look at what they charged her with and what they convicted her of. They couldn't forcibly charge her with murder one because it technically wasn't premeditated murder, which is the stance for murder one. So, um, when I saw the video... Of him on the stand during her sentencing. It was very powerful and very moving. Um, I am the the queen of the petty. So in my mind, I be P.O. when somebody's taking my parking spot at the grocery store. So I cannot imagine letting go of somebody have just for no reason have shot and killed a family member i just cannot fathom and see it and all the things I, I just can't but what i do know and understand that even with my own walking journey of letting go and being for and forgiving people forgiveness is not for the other person it's for you and so I somewhat get what he... He's like, I don't want to walk around with this baggage. I want to be able to let go, grieve my brother's death, and honor him in a way that would be honorable for the man that he was and lived. I don't know if I could give the young lady a hug and everything like that, but that was that young man's choice and how he wanted to free himself of what he wanted to do. But what I do not like. And what I didn't like. Is how they like. The white man uses black people. Religion on black people. And that's the way it just keeps us bound. No. That young man has a relationship with God. And has tried God for himself. Why don't y'all do the same. Before you all want to judge. What he chose to do. In that moment. And yes. Black people we can be. Super forgiving. And all the things. But. That, that's, that was his choice. And I don't feel like the white man 
is using religion to keep us in bondage and down and in chains. No. So I totally, totally disagree with that and trying to make a mockery of how this young man wanted to honor his brother and to be able to put this tragic situation. He'll never be forget his brother, but he wants to be able to move freely with his life as now his brother is not with him and this is his new norm and what his new norm is not wanting to have hate and be bitter he's choosing his new norm is to be joyful and free and be able to move on and honor his deceased brother so yeah it was a lot to unpack it was very powerful it was very moving um it did make me think about how um, I choose to forgive people and how I need to work on it. It was definitely um, an example of how I need to act and move in my own way. And so it was very, very, very powerful. And while we're talking about forgiveness, y'all, is we going to get a little, the little girl in Virginia, is we going to get her a little forgiveness as we was all about to walk to Virginia thinking that the three boys had held her down and cut her dreadlocks and she didn't went up there and juicy smelly ate her. Like, she didn't lie. I mean, we all in an uproar about to walk to where these boys was, go up to the school. We organizing protests and everything else. And this girl didn't lie. But I guess my bigger question is, why did she lie? Did she lie for attention? Like, what is going on in the household? But, man, they all on the news. What did I mean? She cried. Like, man, in the tears. Did y'all see the tears? Like, y'all might want to get this child in some acting classes because the tears that she mustered up for the news camera, like, they was like... Erica came dramatic tears like y'all where did she get them tears from I was like girl that's what was moving to me she crying like snot nose crying like they held me down they cut my hair on the slide I'm like girl first of all you too old to be on the slide in the playground but whatever I was like be a kid at heart but child listen you, you have bamboozled us. We was upset. We were so upset. And that's why you got to be careful when you get on bandwagons. You got, you can't be careful. You guys are almost like, whew, this why I be recording on the weekends because something happened on Monday and I'm all mad and uproar. And then, man, by Friday, that ain't even what, what the story is. So, man, this, that was a lot. We going to forgive her though because we working this week. We working on letting go and forgiving people. That that's what we gonna do. We gonna forgive. We gonna forget her for juicy smelling us, cause she did. She did that. Woo, she did that. Woo, she she got us, and we gonna we gonna forgive her. So yeah, but yes, who it was a lot unpack this week it was a lot of stuff we had to say and we had to go through and yeah and all the things but always remember 
don't forget to leave a trail of glitter wherever you go. And don't let anyone else dim your light. Peace out.